Good morning, Vietnam. Uh, I mean, United States or anybody else who's listening. Uh, it's the most influential married couple show that nobody knows about. Here to rescript culture one conversation at a time. Conversations will range from common things as being petty to what started the pettiness and why did we even start playing that game. Um, pettiness is one of those things that sometimes I feel like we're playing, but it's probably just me and her <laughs> responses. <It is> <laughs> Not for real, because... In my head, I feel like you could have given more effort in certain areas. And I'm like, if she doesn't give, because I have a certain standard of your effort, right? Mm. So if you don't give me that effort, I feel like you're being petty, regardless of um, how it sounded or how you can make it sound to say you're not petty. I know who I'm married to. I think one of the things that... I can never convince you of, but I really want to, is that I don't have enough energy to be petty. That's incorrect. I don't. Oh my God. No, the extent of my pettiness is not speaking for a while, just wow. so that I can I think reset. that's like, that's the worst consequence of being petty. No, I mean, you know, I don't say the, I don't do things to be like, you know what? Oh, so now because he did that, this is what I'm going to do. No, when I stop talking, it's because I don't have anything that's going to be productive in the conversation. I don't have anything that's going to solve the situation in that moment. So I totally get it. But I feel like you allow your emotions to dictate the remainder of the day. Like, OK, so you and I, we we, we um. We're not on the same page right there, okay? Maybe I ruffled your feathers, however you took it. It was never my intention, but during the time, I get it. But I feel like your turnaround time has gotten worse. And in my head, my turnaround time is like trying to figure out how did we get there. I think that has to do with patience, though. Like, my patience has worn, has been worn down. Like, when we started, it was... You know, I had all the patience in the world. And now, like, I I don't have, look, my years are, are numbered. I don't have time to be, you know, I, I guess I just feel like I don't, I don't have the energy. I would rather just be in silence than have turmoil or, are you or saying argue. That the beginning, <laughs> the majority of this marriage, was that much of a headache where you just like, look, Sir, are you serious? You were a handful. I'm not saying but, I wasn't, but golly. No, but what I'm saying is, is as you go on with years of I having um, a partner who is just a lot, and then you have kids, and you have jobs, you've moved here, there, and everywhere, you've you know, have family with you, fam moving family out, supporting family here, having deaths, having, you know, all kinds of stuff going on in your life. I'm not operating at 100% battery anymore. And so when I think about the energy I have, I need to conserve it for what I feel I it, it it's best used for. And it's not used for going back and forth with you. It's not used for 
um, unless I know that going back and forth with you is going to lead to some type of fruitful ending, something that made sense. But going back and forth, knowing that you're not hearing what I'm I'm saying, I'm not hearing what you're saying. Nobody's understanding one another. I'm I'm not interested in giving any more of my energy to that particular thing. I have to conserve it for other things. So when I shut down and I'm not talking, it's because I know that there's nothing that's going to come out of this right now. So I guess in order for anything like that to not exist, I'm going to have to be the most effective communicator ever. No, I'm just saying, I think that everybody, you know, no matter what, wherever you are, I don't think that everybody is always going to be able to discuss something and come to an agreement in that moment. There are going to be times where it doesn't matter how much you try to communicate what you're trying to say to me, how I feel about it, and all the other things that are going on, stressors or what have you, things I have to be mindful of. I may not have the bandwidth to be trying to co- go to wherever you're trying to go. And it don't matter. All the words, you could throw all the words you want at me. I'm not there. It's not time. I'm not. It's so just like I was me- talking to you before about, you know, sometimes people are hard in soil that need to be um, broken up. And sometimes people are the soil that's ready for a seed. And sometimes they have the seed and it's ready to be water. Like we're at different stages of different things. And at that moment, I may be hard in soil about that because I I have other things that I have to, I, I'm, I'm constantly juggling. And why? Some, that Why? That's what I'm asking. Like in my head, the position that you are in life, I am trying to, my best to reduce the amount yeah. of, Things uh-huh. that you're juggling. So when you say you're juggling and it to me in comparison, you're juggling today looks totally different from your juggling. Oh, it definitely does. Yeah. But so when you say that it doesn't change, like, you know, remember the power of words. And when you say something, it like, like brings it back. Like, OK, I've heard this before. Now I understand. But now I'm like, so to me, I feel like you're juggling may have. Uh, gotten better to the point where I feel like certain areas could be handled a little better. But now when I hear you, it sounds like it's still from before. Okay. So you see what I'm saying? I want to, I want to make this clear to you in the sense that, so say I'm a new toy, not even a new toy. Just say I'm a juggler, right? And I'm juggling five things. And and I'm new with this, but I'm I'm good. My arms are strong. I got a lot of stamina. Juggling five things, juggling six things, juggling seven things, and I got it. But I can't juggle for hours and hours on end. At some point, I'm gonna get tired. Now, now I'm taking this too far. But say I'm juggling a knife, <laughs> a bomb, and whatever else. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy to put those things down or to stop juggling those things. Now, sure enough, you came in and you took a couple of those things off of me, more than a couple of things. Um, but it doesn't take away the fact that I've been juggling for a long time trying to maintain this equal this this homeostasis amongst the family. Like I in in so now you've taken some things off of my plate, but I'm tired. And so now I don't have, you know, my muscles are weak. 
and then they feel wobbly. But I still got some things that you can't take off my plate. This just not is not it's not related to the household. It's related to me. And so the things that I am left to juggle, you have to understand that I've been doing heavy lifting for a while and it's been a long, a, a long time. So now, yeah, I'm juggling three things instead of seven things. But I'm tired and I'm worn down. The sister is old. Like, my energy level, we're talking about a battery. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't think that it's meant for you to go into your older age and be juggling the same things you were juggling when you were younger. Um, I don't think our bodies are set up like that. And yes, you've lightened my load, but that doesn't mean that I don't have one still. And you have to understand that my capacity to uphold these things has diminished over time. And so if I have to think about, okay, Kanika, you only have 60% of your energy left because you've been pushing in the beginning. How are you going to best use this energy? Are we going to argue or are we just going to quiet it down until everybody is calm and this situation doesn't even seem as serious as it was and then come back in and be able to say, okay, this is what I meant. This is what I heard. Just let me know if I'm right or if I'm wrong. That's how I feel when I go quiet. I'm not being petty. I'm conserving my energy. And for me to think of a way in order to annoy someone because they annoyed me, it takes so much energy. I don't have it in me. I just don't. That's interesting. Um <clears throat> I don't know. I guess when I hear that, I think like, like <laughs> for you to even get to that point, the initial conversation, no matter what it was, was never intended for you to get to that point. Yeah, I don't think we ever go into a conversation intending to hurt. Then, or if that's the case. Someone. Why is the behavior continuing where um, that can happen? Why isn't it improving? It's like we're trying to, we're trying to like find a threshold between the two. Like, I don't feel like, uh, I don't know. I guess um, in my head, I have other reasons on why you are at 60%. (laughs) And we're not going to go into that. We're going to go into. No, no, that's what I'm telling you. That's that's ultimately the reason why I feel like. um, When as we get older, you know, like I, you know, like our parents, you can see how. You know how your parents grew up and then my parents grew up and you see how a different labor war on the bodies of the parents who. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I totally get if you don't catch up in time, you know, you'll beat your body up. But at some point, if your body's able to slow down, you got to still do whatever to continue the maintenance of everything else. I don't understand. I feel like our health is okay, but I'm talking about my mental capacity. Correct, to and that's what I'm saying. To me, <clears throat> your mental capacity is affected by your overall health. Okay, but when I look at it, I'm saying my mental capacity. Even when I was younger, 
even when I was smaller, had more energy, whatever the case may be, I was still stressed. Like, I'm, I understand that your diet and all that other stuff is going to impact um, your mental, but I'm saying to you, regardless of my, like, I'm, the goal isn't to improve my health so that I have more energy for bull. The The goal is to improve my health just to improve my overall health. But I'm talking about mentally. May I ask you a question? Uh, yeah. When you said more energy to deal with bull, what do right. you mean bull? Like going back and forth. Like when I say the the conversation started off as me saying that I become quiet. That's not me being petty. And that's to conserve my energy. I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. And I'm not. The goal of me having better health is not so that I have greater capacity to go back and forth. True. true, true. That's not what I'm saying. So I guess you're taking what I'm saying wrong. I feel like your health doesn't allow you to have an open mind on what I'm saying until after the fact. I feel like because... You know my hangups as far as communicating, and you don't have any time for that. But normally, when we when calmer heads come down, you're like, "Oh, okay, I didn't understand that," you know. But you don't have the energy to even deal with. You know, I'm not coming from the intent of hurting. You say you don't. You know that that's not ever it. But you know my purpose or whatever I do when I go in talking. Sometimes it it sounds scrambled or whatnot, but. If you don't have the energy to even deal with somebody, you know, that's specifically working on his communication or, you know, he's just trying to help you in a way where he doesn't want to offend you. To me, when you say I don't want to go through that back and forth, like you don't want to get through to the solution. That's what I'm thinking in my head. I think when we met, that's not true. I think when we met, we telling me what's not true. I don't want to get to the solution. No, no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said in my head. Okay. So what I'm saying is, is when we met, I think one of the things I specifically said is I do not like to argue. And you said the same thing. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So I don't, if, if you have a problem with communicating, it makes no sense to me. To sit here and go back and forth and you not have time to really settle your thoughts and get together. Like all it is is us going back and forth and you trying to explain yourself a number of different times and me trying to explain myself a number of different times. What if you just take a break and then you get your thoughts together? What do they say? Calmer, calmer minds will prevail. I'm not I'm not sure that's the saying, but it's like. Why, once everything gets heated up, should we continue this when we could take a break and everybody can because your breaks are too long? So that's what that's that's the whole point of it. That was the whole point of it. Why do you think you and I can take breaks? That I don't feel like our relationship allows us to have breaks that go that long. If miscommunication is allowing us to for us to break that long, something's wrong. I don't want to go that long without talking to you. I love you. Yeah, that doesn't mean I don't love you. But it has nothing to do with you not being around me either because your energy is completely different. You'll go back to the room or whatnot. You'll do whatever. But my point is, I don't feel like one conversation should dictate the entire day. If a conversation is that powerful, it is not that conversation that ruins the entire day. There's no way. And it's not fair to me. Have you been in our conversations? Yes, they do. (laughs) 
Sometimes they're very frustrating. Uh, one, so one conversation. That's no, my listen point. Listen to me. Sometimes it can be very frustrating to be in a conversation where you feel like I am saying it as clearly as I can, and the person who's listening to you is not grasping it. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter how many times or ways I say it. And, and and it's like we're constantly missing each other. Like I'd be like, no, no, I that's get it. Not what, but I don't. To go back and forth to me is to waste. I totally get okay. it. I'm just saying that after that's over, it should be over with. You will go hours to a day, maybe two a day. Like, like honestly, I'm saying, like, why does one conversation mess up the flow of everything? What am I doing? You know that you know all of these things. That's what I'm saying. So what can I do to prevent that from happening? Because I don't know what I'm doing other than you saying you need. I'm telling you, you make me feel like I need to be the most effective communicator. But then you say you can't always feel like we're going to be. You're right. But I don't feel like my wife and I should stop talking at any point. Like I can see we disagree. But when you can just decide that's petty to me. It's you not, see what I no to me and and I think that part of this is you understanding that my intention is not to be petty it's self preservation I totally get that and I'm saying what can I do so you don't have to go into self preservation mode that see the the reason why I do that is because of like the direction of the conversation if it's getting too if it's getting to be too much. Then I, I eventually I get to the point and I know that there have been many times where I'm like, John, that is not what I mean. And I've said it a number of times and then I have to repeat and it's like, no, but you're not understanding. OK, well, then you know what? Neither one of us, you speak in this language and I'm speaking that language. It's not working. Mm. So let me just back off because you know what? If there's one thing I hate, like in my the depths of my spirit is to sit here and go back and forth and stressed about something where I don't see the solution there. I can definitely, I feel like when you're able to walk away and you're able to mind your business for a while and come back when that situation doesn't seem so important, so heightened, then it makes it so much easier for people to either say, you know what, it's not that deep for me to argue about or I hear what you're saying because you had time to think about how you wanted to say it to me Whatever the case may be, I understand. Yes, I I can go a day. I can go two days without really having. That's any unacceptable. To me. I understand. I know that's what I'm saying. So I can, how do I, we how do we make amends to make sure that that doesn't happen again? Because to me, again, I don't want to do that. And for you to feel like that's that's okay, I never said it was okay. What you just saying, earlier. What I mean, well, that's the way I, is, I I understand that you're frustrated about it. Um, I I mean I can't promise anything. That's just that's that's my. What do I want to say? You, you can my, say it's, I, it's I work on way. it. Oh yeah, yeah, most certainly. Mm, but okay, great. so we'll if, start there. If it gets to a point where I want to take a break, then I. You know me, I my follow through is so sad, but like, okay, a two hour break, a two hour break, set a timer for two hours and then we speak after that. I understand I can go a really long time without talking to anybody. And I think that that's just been 
as far as me as a person, I can definitely do without interaction with people for a long amount of time. I really, I really, really can. And I think that that's probably that that's definitely not something that works for a spouse that is very social and needs that interaction. Um, no, 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 so no, no. That's that's incorrect. First of all, oh, I didn't. You don't need an interaction. No, that like this just recently come about because I said I wanted to be more present so I can oh, yeah, show okay, you how okay. important you are to me. Oh. So don't try to make it seem like that's been my life and this is the oh, you've no, been doing yeah, this the yeah. whole time. No, no. Oh, well, you first talking about? Of all, yes, I, I. No, I'm talking about a, a spouse that's very hands on, and I have. Oh to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you the, are. I yeah. am because I want to be present. Yeah, before I used to be able to do my two-day stints. Yeah. I mean, not care. Yeah, that's very true. And and it used to work for me. And then because, you would come around. And then I would come around and I'd be like, Because okay, I was being stubborn. Do. Yes, because you were being petty. I was trying to conserve my energy, but you, sir, you were being petty. And so for me, yeah, I needed to be able to chill out and be like, okay, come back and then talk it through with you. But see, that was the difference between, and, and it, it reminds me of that saying where it's like um, the, the person, like I remember when we were growing up, they'd be like, okay, the person that is always blaming you uh, saying you're cheating is the one who's cheating. So the person who's always blaming you and saying you being petty is the one who's being petty. <laughs> That's how I take this right now because when I shut down, it's for me. It's not to hurt you, but when you well, that's to, what I'm saying. Your yeah, behaviors you, remind me of people that's like doing something that I don't know why. No, because I feel like when you when you shut down, <clears throat> you are being petty because you hurt my feelings. <laughs> yes, I don't do stuff because you you do things. Well, because see, I don't. I, that's what I'm saying. The way that I've grown up. Okay. And when somebody does something, it's because. I don't like, know. oh, so you're going to do that? So I'm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah, no. Tick for tack. Yeah. I'm I not, told I'm you not used to be. For, oh, you used to. Oh, I hated tick for tack. First of all, no. You didn't bring I, up nothing until I brought something up, and then you want to start listening well, things. Well, no, because this is my thing. I remember when you used to complain about stuff, and then I would come with my laundry list. And I would come with my laundry list because I understood who you were. I understood how you were. But what I needed was to be able to illustrate to you that there are things that don't necessarily make me happy either. However, this is where we are. Like, do you hear me talk about this? Do you hear me complain about this? You be like, oh, now you tit for tat. No, oh, no, it's no. just okay, to say. So it's just to say. I can tell you, I have I was a level of though. tolerance for you, and <clears throat> you are offering me minimal tolerance I, because then I was just that's what that's what I was as a man. I know, and, and I, I was like. That. Yeah, so I don't want you to think, like, we're not there. But when, yes, but I'm saying to you, and, that, and that's my thing, you got to, this is not about your intent. It's about what is her intent. Now, thinking about, oh, and no, you know. I'm, it we was a have, combination of everything, But childhood. we used to have conversations, and I used to say to you, John. That didn't like, mean think anything about, to no, me. No, no, listen, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, no. But I mean, even for anybody listening, like, think about who I am. I'm not you, and it's not, it's not a slight against you. It's just to say, Think about who I am. Would I do that to you? Like, am I, is that my, my MO? Is hey, that you, how I do it? You've but, done things to make me feel like you're capable of anything. John, that was one time. Y'all, one time in college. 
I was a, I was a young girl. I made a poor decision at the beginning of our relationship, and you have taken that and made it a part of my character for the remainder of no, our time I together. Told Wait, you. Bop, 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 bop. you made it a part of my character to to as a pinpoint of saying, okay, remember that she's capable of this. But in all of my life with you. Having kids, raising kids, oh yeah, having family, doing whatever I do. Like when you started your business and how I was behind Look, you. Check and this I was out. Like, Somebody Listen. recently said that you know what your wife is like. She is like you had to be great because your wife allows you to really figure it out. And he was like, he's trying to like. He was like, I would love to do what you're doing. And I said, the problem is you have to convince your wife that you're capable of actually performing like that to a degree. And maybe you have to do the convincing. But I was like, my wife doesn't really make bad decisions. And although she's let me like feel my way around, but he said that you make it very easy for me to move through this world i do and and this is my and this is no it's not to put a jewel in my crown however there are jewels in my crown but what i'm saying to you is is that in all of my history Mm -hmm. you kept that one thing as she's capable of something bad and i have to keep that in mind and everything but everything else in my history and my timeline i've been stellar in comparison to that, I've been supportive. <laughs> Look, I know. Hey, and so what I'm saying to you is, is when we go down in into these situations, you never, I don't want to say never, because I know you hate the word never, but you, it is so hard for you to ever think about who I am. I can am. tell you why now. And, nope. When you snow, I can I'm tell you done. why. But you, it's hard for you to consider who I am apart from what you would do. It's like when the white people be like, if white people are afraid of black people getting power because they're afraid we'll do the same thing to them that they did to us. I'm not, I don't walk through this life like you. So what you, how you take things, how you read things, what you think it is, it's never really where my head is. And then later on, you have to find that out yet again. And I always say, John, (laughs) <laughs> that's not me like think about who i am so and just you think do. about what i went through in my life for that to still be a pattern in my life but what's so crazy is i've been with you almost the majority of your life and i still haven't convinced but, but i was you. still practicing the same patterns and i'm just now realizing that what you're saying like i don't like um i'm gonna tell you what I was trying to tell you when I was rudely interrupting. Oh, you when earlier. you were inter- yeah, you were interrupting me. Okay, rudely interrupting you. I was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. So I realized the reason why I, I I can't give you the benefit of a doubt because in my head I already know I'm ready to counter. <laughs> in my head, because I know that the response is always somebody's coming for me. So, um. It's kind of a blur. I think the saddest part is, is that anybody coming for you, I'm the first one to say I'm gonna knock their knees from up under. I know, and you know, like like this, it's just it's a bad behavior. It's a bad behavior that I have, and I would look. This is one of those things what I would love to remove. You know, that's me. That's ultimately me like 
completely vulnerable to you. But in order for me to be vulnerable to you, your vocabulary or the words that you say have to make me feel like she really means it. And I feel like there are words that you say that don't allow me to get there. That's the reason why I'm petty. Oh, but then you'll turn around and be like, but that's not my intent. It's and not my intent. A, no, that's what no, I'm no, saying. I'm Bad saying, behavior. I'm saying in the things you say to me, you be like, but you know that that's not my intent. You want me to sit here and say, okay, Kanika, everything he's saying, what's his intent? What is but my intent? But you don't do that. I can't because I've been hurt so much. Oh, sir. No, listen to what I'm saying. You haven't been hurt as much as me because I'm still being petty. You don't even have any intent like of being paid. Your, your hurt was at the beginning of your life and mine was in the middle. So, so I'm like, my foundation is just being petty. What are you talking about? <laughs> but you're saying that th- these are all reactions you have because you've been hurt before. But I've I'm been saying. hurt majority of my life. What are you talking about? Like, for real, think about it. Like, the way that I grew, like, check this out. Our, our nephew is an example of what I told you. Yeah, I understand, but you said you've been, like, you're saying you've actively been hurt over and over again for the majority of your life. My foundation of my life was a complete hurt. Mm -hmm. It was just survival mode. Okay. And I navigated through the next stages of my life being able to survive in different areas. But when, when I feel a certain type of way, it goes back to me feeling like they coming for me. That's why I like when people's like, John, ain't nobody coming for you. It sounds like it because I've heard language similar to this. And to me, it, it it's, it's causing me to feel uncomfortable. It could be insecurity, but it's making me a certain type of way. I feel like you're reflecting what you put out in the world because oftentimes maybe not so much in the more more recent months or a couple of years. That's how you interact with people as coming for them. Yeah. You come for people. And so you (laughs) expect this is like, it sounds like like it though. Yeah. You come for people on a regular basis and that is your way of communicating is usually as an attack, whether it's an overt attack, like, I want you to know I'm coming for you or I'm going to act like it's a joke, but I'm attacking you. But then you turn around and you be like, okay, so if I'm doing a world like this, I know that that's a sneak attack. I know that's attack. No. That is so crazy. Because I don't operate like you. And we we did have very, very different um, childhoods. And I'm not going to say my childhood was easy. My mom was definitely a protective factor in all of that. But I guess me being able to grow up that way, that wasn't my foundation. So when I was presented with a harder way of having to live afterward, I had I had those protective factors behind me to help me cope versus you having it rough in the beginning. But, dude, the world is not after you. And I, I really, I, I feel like it's more so. No, it's you just are, you, you after me now. You are after the world. And so now you be like, the world got to want to punch me in the mouth because I've been punching it in the mouth every day on a consistent basis. But no, sometimes there are just people that are like, you know, that's well, that's who he is. Well, that's not well, who I Who you are doesn't determine who I am. You're right. And that's the reason why this is going to ultimately help me become the most effective communicator in the world, because just. 
thinking what you just said, I think it will help me. But I really do feel like people miscommunicate to each other. And like, like I said, if you know my intent, right, and you know this history of me being petty, why can't you rise up and be the bigger person in the moment while I'm trying to figure it out? You know what? Because people who live their lives being the bigger person, that's not that's not an easy lift. Well, that's and what I want to do. Yeah, but me right now, I want to be little as hell. I want to be <laughs> I don't want to be the bigger person anymore. It's it's a lot of work. And rather than me be the little person in the sense of being petty, I just back off. And I have my quiet time and I get my own mind together. And then I come back and I'm like a medium person. I'm not the bigger person. I'm not going to sit there and take all the punches and be like, you know what? I'm going to understand what you mean. I'm not going to do that anymore because I don't think it serves me. What it does is it makes me press myself down more in order for you to be able to get what you need. And, And what I have learned is that I'm not John's wife first. I'm Kanika as a woman and I've denied her a lot. Like, her as a woman that deserves her own bit of respect. Bop, bop, bop. And so I have to respect myself and my boundaries and my limitations. And a lot of times I will push those things in order to get to where I felt like we needed to be. And self-sacrifice doesn't do anything for me to maintain myself on a longer a, a longer time frame. Uh, you know, I feel like this is the whole thing about women being overwhelmed and we still do everything. And I feel like at some point we do that to the detriment of ourselves oftentimes. And it takes away from us constantly. But somebody told us that we were supposed to keep pushing through and that's what we do. But what I found is, is that, if I set a boundary and I'd be like, look, I have to care about Kanika. I gotta, I gotta protect Kanika because nobody's going to protect you more than you're going to protect yourself. And that's no slight against, you know, your spouse. It's that, you know, where your limitation is getting hit before anybody else does, you know, and I have to protect myself. And I think that I was operating as John's wife and as day and Dallas's mother Far more than I was operating as Kanika, the woman. And I just, I've decided that I'm going to care about preserving myself. And it's not, and, and people be like, that's selfish. You got to be a little selfish. I mean, you got to be a little selfish. Even on the plane, when they say the plane is going down, you got to put your mask on first. It's the same. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I get it. Um, because I think that's the reason why I am where I was because I've been selfish my entire life. Yeah. And I was able to find this peace that allows me to be a lot more open-minded than I was before. And I feel like maybe I took your peace away. Um, but I just, I, like, ultimately, the person that you were, I did not make. That's who you were. 
you did try to adjust to me to make things better, to get to a certain level. And I get it. And I just, one reason why I said that is because that was definitely not my intent. You know, I was just really playing the script of how I thought a man was supposed to be married. And when I say that, I mean, like, I felt like once you married me, you married the person that who I was. That's why I said you were crazy to had married that person because you didn't you never anticipated me becoming this person. That's why I know something's wrong with you. Because the person that I am now, I had no idea I could become. And I feel like the the, the years to come that I'm going to show you that this is like, it only gets better every day. I really, truly look forward to trying to make you smile in ways to make you forget, you know, the the wars you went through and trying to just help me wake up. I definitely, and and I take no offense to you saying, now on a regular, I would have took offense to you saying that's how I know something's wrong with you. What do you mean? But um, I don't take offense to that because I literally embodied the woman who married what I thought there was potential for. It's, it's you know, I felt like, well, I'm not even going to say that. No, what I thought was that the marriage was going to make you different. I thought that if you had gotten to the point where you were ready to marry me and you asked me you weren't being bullied into it or you didn't feel the obligation, but if you said, okay, I'm about to marry this woman and I'm going to ask her, then that meant that you were ready to lay down your swords and you were ready to to be a man, like a full-on You were ready to commit. That's how I thought it was going to be. And I was like, okay, we have a great time together, you know, and um, he's more than my father was in regards to interacting with his kids. That probably will be a theme that comes around so many times is measuring what I felt I deserved based on what I had growing up. Like, Mm -hmm. Or what I wanted my kids to have. I definitely looked at my dad and I did some measuring and I was like, okay, so he's more than being more than what you had growing up does not mean that you have had a lot. (laughs) Don't mean you had a lot at all. If I had a piss poor dad and then my kids had a dad that's not piss poor, but he's not like it doesn't mean that it's the best, and that's no slight against you. It's like oh, it, it can be. Look, you know, check this out. I know who I am yeah, today. Yeah, it's just that my my standards were low. Very. That's what I said. And, I told you your parents didn't protect you. Oh Lord, no. But you know the thing is, is that my standards were set. Looking at what father I I had decided what I didn't want. I did not determine what I wanted like I was like I don't want this for my kids I don't want that for my kids I don't want this I don't want that I never said to myself okay what is it that you want I want a father that will be this even before that I want a partner that is this I never said that I didn't I just said what I didn't want and we gotta start 
determining what we want, not what we don't want. What we want, not what we won't settle for. Because there's a gap. There's a gap in between what, you know, that you find that if you ask yourself what you really wanted, it's far more than just not the the bottom barrel. Like, you know, when I said I, I said I didn't want... I didn't want a husband that, you know, I couldn't, couldn't stand. I couldn't be friends with, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to be able to hang with them, laugh with them, spend time with them or whatever and enjoy them. And I remember growing up, my mom my and my dad, they never really, they didn't spend time together at all. But my mom and my stepdad, like, they would go out on trips together. They would laugh or whatever. And and so I was like, I want someone who's my friend. But I never sat there and said, what does that mean? Because us in our marriage, I was able to sit around you and your friends and interact with you. But we didn't hang out like friends. Yeah, I, I didn't know how to do that. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't want somebody who couldn't be my friend. But I didn't say I want someone who is my best friend or who who really wants to hang with me and be with me. Like we didn't date like that. Like we hung out and we watched stuff. We enjoyed. We had we had similar senses of humor on a lot of things. But I never said, Kanika, what do you want? I was just like, this is what I won't take. That's different. Kanika, what do you want? I want a steak. What what won't you do? I won't take. Uh, a old McDonald's hamburger on a garbage lid. Okay, so anything better than a McDonald's burger on a garbage lid is is acceptable. But what do you want? I want a steak. I did not approach any of this that way. I didn't approach my selection of you. I didn't approach any of this like that. And I did. Yeah, I bet I did. I but, knew. But like that I... also comes from I think. You are very selfish, and in, what you wanted is what you wanted. With me, I was, I wasn't operating that way. I thought you were gonna bring as much to the table, if not more. That's all I because I knew that I was capable of doing what I wanted to do, and I was like, if I just had the right help, I could get to a point and just be really good at what I wanted to do. You literally were thinking about how you were going to move through life and who could be your tools. Yeah. I wasn't thinking like that. I was thinking of who I was going to enjoy my life with. Oh yeah. Because I wasn't trying to get married then either. You weren't. I mean, but even when we got married, I don't think that that changed. No, no, it, it didn't change because I still hadn't thought about what a marriage looked like. Like I can look back and be like, okay, this is a marriage, but like the things that we do now, how was I supposed to learn that? I just didn't understand. Like in my house, like I'm telling you, we played no board games as a kid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like we we played like card game, like fifty two pick. I mean, not fifty. I declare war. <laughs> Did you do card pick up? Yeah, Y'all like just yeah, I mean, cards. that's what I'm saying. Like we didn't have. Any, yeah, I get you. I so. Get you. What I saw inside the house for fun was all outside, mm-hmm. you know, inside. It just, I don't know. I just didn't know what a family looked like. That's that's why <laughs> it was destiny for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, like, just think about all of the things that were supposed to prevent us from ever meeting <laughs> and mm-hmm. the things that 
ultimately, like if you did an outline of the things said throughout of our throughout our relationship mm-hmm. on why we shouldn't be together and be together, it's like, wow, it was supposed to happen for real. Well, you know, one of the things that I'm always going to battle with is, number one, I came to a realization today just in this conversation about um, operating from the perspective of what do I want versus what I won't take. That I I had never really verbalized that to myself, but it's 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 real. But I think that I feel like there's so much that I missed out on, and I cheated myself out of because I didn't know you were approaching marriage that way. I didn't know. Oh, and you weren't supposed it, to know I because know. nobody told you to consider that idea either. And, and but had I known who you were had I really asked the questions had I really watched I would have been a lost soul but listen for me it would have informed my decision yes you would have been a lost soul but I know that I don't want day to miss miss the signals to understand how to find a partner that she can be happy with as much as possible. They would you know what I'm saying? No. They, look, check no, this out. They, the kids, I mean, uh, they say women marry their child, their the father. So think about it. Like, they don't know anything about, she only knows me now. Like, they is going to marry the version of me now. Like, look, the, the maturity that I have, if they ends up finding somebody that I used to look like attractive, I would be totally clueless in the way that we're raising her. Because we don't even carry ourselves in that manner anyway. So she would be like, oh, thank you. Yeah, but I'm just saying you can you can have somebody that looks good on paper, but they're not they're not well suited for you. And what I'm saying right now is the inter- initial interaction be cool. But after yeah. that, I don't see her investing time. OK. And and I guess that that's really what it is, you know, um, I went through it so she wouldn't have to. And I saw my mom. What's so crazy is I saw my mom. I saw the two differences in who my mom was with my dad and with my stepdad. And I it never really. Nobody t- you didn't it, have that conversation. It never really triggered in my head. But, you know, it's so solid in my head now. Like, had I met you with this knowledge at 21 I really would have not said any, like you would have just been a really cool dude that I knew in college and that would have been the end of it. Duh. But, <laughs> Duh. But I have to, but here I am, right? 20 no, years no. later. But I'm saying you. I know, I know. And I know that who you are now, you really are trying to be, um, I want to say a different person. You, you, you definitely have a different perspective on life and in in relationships, or at least in this marriage, and with the kids. And I appreciate that. That that's probably that's definitely what me having changed the way I see things. It definitely helps us in progressing forward because I think that. Had I ever come to this point, which I was on my way to this point while we were, while you were in Abu Dhabi, I was like, oh, 
it's it's all right if this is just us parenting. That's cool. You know, and had you not done the about face you did, we probably would have we would have gone our separate ways because you would have been I think too caught up in who you were and what I wanted you to be to to be like no nah, I'm not I'm not going to do that and I don't want to speak for you but I feel like that's what it would be and who I needed for you to be was not John before see I don't know like I think by her saying that statement she like leaves this like I told her that this change was necessary and she thought I was going crazy and she couldn't figure it out because you see the things she just revealed to you guys. Well, I was trying to fix my life mm, so I that I like could it, prevent anything that she just said was yeah, possible. But I think that it was coming right on time because we had been apart. Um, what was it, 18 months? I'm, I, I feel like total, maybe 20 months or something. But us being apart and me being in that apartment by myself with these kids doing whatever you were doing, whatever. And me just having a lot of alone time, a lot of time where I wasn't interacting with anyone else. I was really coming into like trying, trying to maintain my peace. I didn't know where my peace was going. Why? I didn't know that it was being siphoned from me. I didn't. And, um, I just knew that I wanted to keep it. And I felt like what was going on with you was so chaotic. And when you would come, I would feel so out of whack. And I was like, okay, this has to, like, I was on the, Kanika, it's time to take care of yourself. And that's why I was on that whole thing. Like, maybe we can just do this separately. And it was definitely happening what you needed and what I needed was happening at the same time. I needed to understand that I needed to care about myself. That's where that came in. And then you were understanding that you had to think about others, not just yourself. And it was right on time. It it was definitely a, a ugly transition and in the events to make it work. But I feel like it definitely happened in the right time. And we definitely found the right words to communicate to one another that, okay, you know, this change I had wasn't going to send you running. And the change that you had wasn't going to send me running. So, um, yeah, definitely. But I guess if I were to have anybody, like, to summarize my thoughts here, um, you know, think from the side of abundance, like think of what you want, what you see, what you would love to see for yourself and don't determine, you know, we really have to stop looking at our, our relationships and what we want and how we want it to look in reference to what we've seen. Like, I just don't want that. Or I want to make sure I, I'm, I want you to think of what you feel you deserve and operate off of that for sure yeah definitely um that was that you know i just want you guys to know that was 
a real conversation that she and I would typically have. Um, it did originally start out with intent of actually being, you know, to show you how we converse back and forth. But that right there was definitely live. That was a, a, a real deal conversation. And that's the way we converse daily in order for us to feel like we, where we want to go, we have to make sure that we're on the same page. And I told her that I don't believe that married couples have regular conversations throughout the day, checking temperatures, checking to see what's working, what's not working. Because typically um, the overwhelming feeling that I'm recognizing through women are things that men are not aware of. And I told my wife that I have taken it as a personal mission to say that I'm really going to at least do 50% of this thing. Because <clears throat> even before we got married, well, right before we got married, and my whole intent was like, you know, I am going to do my share. But just reviewing back, I see that the the, the share that I was referring to was probably more so financial and disciplinary procedures. There's so many other things that most men are just not, they're not privy to. And I definitely wasn't one of those. And uh, learning the process of becoming a more balanced man, I think, has allowed my family to grow exponentially. But um, we're going to end it on that note. And I hope you guys got a lot out of that. Um but before we go, I wanted to give a special shout out to Mal the brand. Um, it's like some of the, the best clothing sportswear that you can buy out here on the market. Great material. The product is remarkable. Um, my wife uh, has gotten everybody a jogging <laughs> suit and T-shirts. But uh, the material is really good. Um what you think about the brand since you uh, started heavily supporting this thing when I was abroad? Oh, I love the the tech the tech jogger suit. I love it. We got it in black, pink, blue, tan. Like what we got? Navy blue. <laughs> we got all kind of colors. Uh, but they got a new. Um, they got a, a university line that I like or a collection where it's like the big chenille M on it. I, I think it's so live. I really do. But I, I do love the quality. They ship fast. Um, it's, it's really good. I, I do. I do really like it. And I keep seeing friends with stuff on and I, I want those things too. But um, yeah, I love my No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, last words. You want to give them? I think I gave my last words. No doubt. Well, make today better than yesterday. Don't worry about anything you cannot control. G-A-T-A. Get after that action or else that action will get after you. Be great on purpose. <laughs>